It's my privilege this week to catch up with an old friend, John Dupree. He's the regional director for Perspectives in the World Christian Movement course. And, uh, John, great to have you in studio with us. Thanks for being here. Howdy, and thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we, I was trying to trace that back offline. We, we probably ran into each other at a conference, and it turns out you have a lot of experience in running Christian conferences and, uh, and a whole lot of other things as well that we'll talk about this week. Uh, but I think it's probably been about, I don't know, at least three, four years, I think, since we, since we probably first met. So I'm glad to finally have you in here and have a chance to focus on uh, one of the things that you do, at least. Usually on Mondays, I take time to just hear a little bit of people's testimony and how they came to know Christ and how they then got into the ministry work that they're doing. Would you mind sharing a few minutes of that oh, with sure. us? Oh, sure. Love to. Great. Well, I grew up in Alameda, California. My folks were mm-hmm. Navy. That's why we went to Alameda. Uh, I accepted Jesus as my Savior at age 10 in a church in Alameda. And at age 11, I got the call of God to serve in ministry. Age 12, my family moved to Tehran, Iran, because my dad got a job as head, head inspector for Iranian Airways, the national airline for Iran. Wow. And so I lived in Iran for a year. I was quite amazed. I'm looking around going, Persia, well, it's in the Bible. Where are the Christians? You know, there weren't any Christians out there. That was, it was a real shakeup. I thought the whole world was like Alameda, California. <laughs> and to realize that Iran was so different. And we came back. And in my high school years, my mom and my sister were faithful to the church. And we helped plant two churches in Alameda. Mm. And then the Beatles hit in my senior year of high school. And I spun off with my generation into the things of the world. And, I mean, keep in mind, this is, you know, 60s. I went to Chico State. I wound up upstate New York as a recreational therapist for the state of New York. Mm-hmm. And as budget cut back, I came back to California to get into this music business because mm-hmm. I had a, a, a rock and roll band in my graduate year of college at Chico. And uh, so I was a, a minor rock star in the 70s. And um, I hung it up in 78 and got into the business world mm-hmm. and met the lady that's now my wife. God bless me with her, Marielle. And um, I always heard that, that sales was the best way up the company ladder. And I got a job working in advertising sales. And one thing led to another. And I wound up with this company. Um that I was producing signboards for uh, and selling advertising. Mm. And um, then the company I was working for was bought out by somebody else, and then that somebody else brought me into this little uh, discount coupon book business uh, for the military. Mm-hmm. And we wound up selling it. He wound up making me vice president of the corporation. In the decade of the 80s, I traveled 300 days a year negotiating contracts on behalf of the federal government. And... Being a third owner of the corporation by that time, I had the American dream aced. I was on my way to becoming a millionaire. Mm. And I loved the work I was doing because I was helping military families get half-price food and all this other stuff. And I was curious about this denomination business. You know, why are there so many different denominations? Why did so many different kind of churches? And so I was visiting churches all around the United States, different denominations, different ethnicities, different economics, and, and you know, for a whole decade, I was I was doing a survey of churches, mm-hmm. and I found some were dead and some were alive. And one day I was in one of those live churches, and I realized something. Hmm. The other live churches I were in, they were teaching from the Bible. Yeah. They were uh, talking about evangelism, 
us sharing the gospel as we went in our world and missions and getting the gospel out to the peoples of the world. And um, so God was pulling on me to draw him back to him. Mm -hmm. And I got involved in planting a church in Oakdale, California in 85 and got very serious about serving the Lord. We want to find out then how did that get clarified into that call of ministry because there was that period away and that period of coming back. Folks, if you want to find out more, first of all, about Perspectives, great organization, perspectives.org. And if you want to get in touch with John directly, um, email him, and and he would love to tell you more. At uh, His email address is john.dupree at perspectives.org. And welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Ministry of the Week. This is Dave Naderhood, and this week I'm talking to my friend John Dupree. He is the regional director for the Perspectives course. You can find out a lot more about Perspectives online at perspectives.org. And as we'll hear today, John has had uh, a lot of involvement around Christian denominations and Christian conferences and things like that. But John, yesterday you shared a little bit of how you came to Christ. Uh, today, if you don't mind, tell us uh, then... Uh, how did God call you specifically from marketplace into ministry? Okay. I was a happy camper, <laughs> 85 to 90, uh, doing the work that I was doing. And American Dream was getting aced. Mm. My wife and I started praying, Lord, use us however you will. Now, she could travel with me whenever she wanted, but she was volunteering in our church. And um, so she was home a lot. And... Eight o'clock Thursday night, I was in Days Inn in Chula Vista, reading the Bible, and all of a sudden, a knowledge came over me that God wanted me to be a missionary. That made no sense whatsoever. I'm linguistically challenged. I wasn't really cross-culturally oriented. You know, I lived in Iran. You know, I, there's a long story behind that. But the, the thing was, is that it was a strong call. Yeah. It wasn't a scripture that jumped out or an audible voice. It was just. I knew that's what God wanted me to do. I finished my work with the Navy in San Diego. I drove home to Modesto. My wife greeted me in the hall. Now we're normally kind of happy to see each other after being apart for a week. <laughs> but she says, you know, John, I've got some incredible news. She says, what's that? Well, I, I knew that whatever she told me couldn't top what I was going to tell her. <laughs> and and so she says, well, you know, John, God called me to be a missionary. And I went, what? <laughs> she got terrified going, oh, no, how is she going to be a good Christian wife? Mm. You know, God called her, didn't call him. And I says, Marielle, that's amazing because God called me to be a missionary, too. She went, wow. oh. <laughs> you know, and, and she was so relieved. And they we're looking at each other like, ooh, you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. When did this happen? Twilight so, Zone. Yeah, yeah, Twilight Zone stuff. Last night, just before Cosby came on, which was 8 o'clock Thursday, she was in Modesto and I was in San Diego. Same call. Mm -hmm. mm, no coincidence. Well, long story short, God called me and put me in a ministry called ACMC, the Association of Church Missions Committees. Right. And I had to leave the business world. I had to divest myself of all my business interests, which meant I had to give up becoming a millionaire to serve God full-time in ministry. Mm. And it also meant that I had to raise all my own support to do to cover all the expenses of everything. And I might even get some salary out of the whole thing. <laughs> but, you know, God called me. That's it. I had to jump off the cliff of faith and do what the Lord called me to do. Mm. And, you know, i got to tell you, it's 25 years later. I have no regret from walking away from becoming a millionaire because I am the richest I've ever been in my whole life. I am surrounded by angels, and God has blessed in so many ways. It's unbelievable. 
unbelievable. Amazing, amazing. As you look at that uh, texturing of uh, how your faith is wealthier now, I think that's an interesting thing that people uh, long to know and, and have a, a, an experience of, right? Mm-hmm. That, that you, can't, you can't measure it by your pocketbook. Nope. You have to measure it through other life experiences. Uh, in our last minute here, John, can you just give a, a quick glimpse overview of what Perspectives is all about? What do you do with that? Perspectives is a college-level course of 15 weeks with 15 different instructors. Mm-hmm. It covers the biblical base of mission, why are we here, the historical, which is the growth of the church from Christ to now, the cultural, which is understanding the nuance of culture, language, what is spreading the gospel to the nations, and then strategic, what strategies is God utilizing to redeem humanity back to himself? Amen. Okay, so this is something that a lot of churches could utilize and individuals, even if your church, maybe you don't think your church would be interested, but you might be interested in finding out more. I encourage you to get in touch with john.dupree at perspectives.org. That's my friend John, and he would love to hear from you about uh, how your church can find out more about the Perspectives course. Amen. More tomorrow with our Ministry of the Week, John Dupree and Perspectives. And welcome back to the Ministry of the Week. This is Dave Naderhood. It's my privilege this week to be talking to my friend John Dupree. He is the Regional Director for Perspectives on the World Christian Movement course, also known as Perspectives, and he wears lots of other hats as well as a mission mobilizer. Uh, Welcome back, John. Thank you. What in the world is a mission mobilizer? Because that sounds like a very action-oriented title. What do you do when you wear those hats? Well, a missionist mobilizer is a person who ignites, excites, and motivates others into action. Mm. It's a very nebulous kind of a thing. It's the wind. Uh, Well, you see the effects of it, but you don't see it, Mm -hmm. usually, unless there's something in it being blown around. See, it's interesting... God creates each person for a purpose, and he makes us unique and different. And when God called me to be a missionary, I misheard, because what he really created me to be was mission mobilizer. Mm-hmm. And um, I've yes, I've done missionary work. I've also done pastoral work and Sunday school and worship and all kinds of other stuff. But primarily mission mobilizer, and that is to come alongside of other people to help them recognize their unique call of God, how God made them to do something specific that only they can do. And as a mission mobilizer, I have the privilege of helping them discover that which God designed and desires them to do, which is really a lot of thrill. And God plopped me into a ministry called ACMC, the Association of Church Missions Committees. I mean, a lot of churches around the Bay Area and California, actually the nation, are were part of ACMC back mm-hmm. from the 70s into the 90s before it dissolved. Um, I'll, I can mention a whole pile of them, and you can know a lot of them, but I'm not going to get into that. Um, one of my functions uh, was meeting with missions committees. Well, one of the... Th- and and sharing with them what churches are doing, like what they're pursuing, and connecting the resources to help them do what God is calling their local church to do. Right. So I'm, I'm coming alongside of the local church leadership. Well, another function was putting on conferences, uh, a flagpole that churches rallied around together on. I wound up over 25 years putting organizing over 70 regional and national conferences. ACMC finally made me the national conferences coordinator and the national conferences director. Mm. And from that, um, we started a conference called Traction for Young Adults. And uh, Bruce Logan launched that at Bridgeway Christian Church in 
Rockland, and then William Jessup is also sponsored. They made me an adjunct professor to train university students how to run missions conferences. Wow, great. That blew me away, i got to tell you. <laughs> so Professor John Dupree, and, uh, and one of uh, about 13 different hats, I think, that I've uh, seen mm-hmm. you wear at different times, and, uh, and, and all kind of an umbrella term for all of that would be missions mobilizer. It yes. would be somebody who, how did you say it at the beginning, excites, ignites. And motivates others into action. And motivates others into action. You know, if that's you today, if you've wondered, maybe you've been a Christian for just a, a few weeks or maybe for many, many years, but you're wondering, what is my place in the body of Christ? Um, John's just the sort of person that you could speak with, a person who can help you discern what is God calling you to do. Uh, or maybe you're pastor or part of a committee at a church that's trying to figure that out as an organization. Uh, again, this is his area of expertise, helping churches and organizations and individuals uh, come to better know God's call for them to help reach the world. So, John, how, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Well, the email address, or they can call me, but usually email is the best thing because it opens the door because I want to talk to people personally. I think it's extremely important. By the way, I always cringe when people call me an expert. I have lots of experience in lots of things, and whenever I'm communicating with anybody, the Lord is doing the speaking. I just get to be the mouthpiece. And, John, what is that email address if people want to reach you? John, that's Mm -hmm. (laughs) J-O-H-N, dot Dupree, D-U-P-R-E-E, at perspectives, with an S, dot org, org. Sounds fantastic. John, uh, join us again tomorrow, will you? Gladly. We'll have you come back tomorrow with our Ministry of the Week. And welcome to the Thursday edition of the Ministry of the Week. This is Dave Naderhood, and this week I'm talking with my Friend and colleague, uh, regional director of perspectives in the perspectives course, a, a ministry mobilizer, John Dupree. Welcome back, John. Thank you. Good to be here. Great to have you in studio with us uh, this week as we learn more. Uh, and you shared yesterday just briefly about some of the many hats that you've worn. And uh, you, you mentioned, but I don't like being called an expert, but rather experienced. And that, that's a subtle but important distinction from 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 where you're standing. Uh Today, if you if you don't mind, uh, your expertise, your experiences <laughs> in the mission realm uh, equipped you God's way, not the way you would have predicted. It sounds like God's way to to be uh, engaged with the perspective course. I, and I've heard about perspectives. Tell us more about it so we can get get our head around it a little bit more. Okay, perspectives on the world Christian movement. Mm-hmm. Ralph Winter, the author of it, says the primary word is the movement. It's about the movement of God through the ages. And we're studying, it's not just a Bible study. You know, I mean, there, there's four primary components. The biblical base of mission. Why are we here? When, when God called us to be saved, why didn't he just take us into heaven? Mm-hmm. It's a perfect place. Why leave us here? He has a mission for us that he designed and desires us to do. What is that mission? What does the Bible say about the mission of God? It's not about missionaries, those people that go over there. It's about the mission of God redeeming humanity back to himself. What does the Bible say about that? So we've got five lessons with different instructors who have lots and lots of background and knowledge, focusing on the biblical base of the mission of God. Then we look at the historical 
growth of the church from Christ to now. How did the gospel get around the planet? Mm. What things did we do right, wrong? You know, uh, history is really his story. But we think, ah, oh, history is boring. I don't want a bunch of names and dates and battles and stuff. Yeah. And and But it's it's his story, how he's done things. And then cultural. Uh, we need to understand the nuance of culture. Getting the gospel out to different cultures is crossing barriers and boundaries. And um, it's not about race. It's about culture. And so we study that. And then the fourth component is the strategic perspectives. Mm-hmm. How is God operated through the ages, redeeming humanity back to himself. What strategies has he used? I have a friend who was a marketing director for major corporations in the South Bay, mm-hmm. and he used what he learned in the cultural section to work with his Japan team and his German team on how to work with people of other cultures that are not Japanese and German. So it had a business application as well. But the, the foundation of perspectives is really a launching platform into becoming a cross-culture minister. Mm. Mm. Great. You know, I think that's the uh, the cross-cultural platform, especially in a place like the Bay Area where, where we're no longer – I mean, it's not an option. You, you, we look around and we see uh, that we have uh, – the world has come to us, mm-hmm. right? So it, it, And it really starts in our backyard then. A church that wants to engage in world missions uh, could begin uh, uh, simply by, by reaching across the fence to their next-door neighbor, most likely from some other country. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, it's natural that we reach out to people like ourselves. It's mm-hmm. supernatural to reach out to others who are not like ourselves. Mm. Yeah, and pastors need to equip our saints for the work of ministry to be cross-culture. Yeah, which has to be an intentional thing. So, yep. folks, if you want to find out more about this fascinating uh, course or uh, want to get in touch with John directly to have him connected to your church, uh, please reach out to him. Uh, his email is john.dupree at perspectives.org. And John, join us again tomorrow, will you? Thank you. We'll have some more tomorrow uh, on the Ministry of the Week. Welcome back to the Ministry of the Week. Uh, Happy Friday to everybody. I hope that you are having a a good time looking forward to this weekend as it's just begun. And we are having a great time this week. I'm having fun getting to better know my friend John Dupree. He is a mission mobilizer, works with a perspectives course with a group called ACMC, and as we'll hear a bit about today, a harvest group. So he wears a lot of hats. And, John, I'm just so glad that you took out time out of your busy schedule to spend some time with us in studio. Thanks for inviting me. You know, on Fridays, I always ask people to be in prayer for the ministry that we're highlighting. And in your case, that's a, that's a whole lot of organizations that would uh, probably all need prayer. Um, but uh, just know that our audience will be praying for you and your family and these many organizations. Um, but raises a question in my mind. How can people pray about the movement of God uh, toward missions movement, whether locally or abroad? What do, what do you think are some of those important standpoints of prayer for people god's will will be done Mm. see it's all about god it's not about me Mm -hmm. and you listen to most prayers and it's about me and mine Mm -hmm. but the lord gave us the great commission not the great request he commissioned us made us who we are to be his ambassador his person that the world witnesses him through us And we need to be praying about living more for the Lord and less for me. And that manifests itself in all different kinds of ways. Yeah. Um, I'm a choleric, sanguine type of temperament, you know, bull in a china shop guy. 
and and uh, go make it happen, business, you know. But really, it's what God is doing in us joining in Him, with Him. And we need to be sensitive and listening all the time. Prayer is not just a one-way street of, here's my laundry list of stuff, God, for you to do. But rather, you know, Lord, how do I come alongside? Mm-hmm. And being a mission mobilizer as a career, because after 25 years, I guess I could use that term. Right. Um, it's really listening and looking for God. And and when you can come alongside of somebody else, a person, a church, a movement, or whatever, and help them do what God's called them to do, it's a great thrill to be a link in the chain of God's work. Um, I just love it. Sometimes when I'm preaching in churches, mm-hmm. something will come out of my mouth, and then my schizophrenic self will go, wow, did you hear that? Yeah, that was really incredible. I know. Where did that come from? You don't know that. I know I don't know that. Yeah, but oh, could that be God speaking? Oh, amazing. And, you know, miracles don't happen until we die to self mm-hmm. and let the Lord take over. When God's in control and we're not, miracles can happen. But, oh, you know, we human beings want to be in control. Uh, I've had a privilege of working with the Harvest Group, which is basically an educational motivation support group for different ministries. Right. And we, we put together mission networks of mission pastors and chairmen and stuff. And we promote the Prospectus course. There's a course called Asian American Christianity coming up at uh, East Bay Methodist, Free Methodist Church in El Cerrito starting April 21st mm-hmm. that Asian Americans might like to go to to better understand you know the challenges they're going through and by the way even if you're not Asian it might be kind of nice to know about what an Asian life is like right as a Christian so that would be one example of uh, upcoming courses uh, that one's sponsored by Harvest Group and there's some perspective courses coming up too in the fall right yes we have one uh, starting in Redwood City mm-hmm. another one in San Jose another one in El Cerrito we've got uh, several more going on 10 in in Northern California, actually. Wow. So there is uh, there's a perspectives course going to be offered near you. If you'd like to find out more about that, you can look up perspectives.org online. But really, the best way is to get in touch with John directly. Email him, john.dupree at perspectives.org. And, John, thanks so much for being with us in studio this week. It's been a real privilege. It's been a blessing, and I appreciate it. Thank you. Be sure to tune in this Sunday as we'll have a message that John delivered at a recent conference. Have a great weekend. Grace and peace to you.